Hello, I'm Chris Neeland, host of a new podcast, Cult Brand Secrets, brought to you by The Gathering and Evergreen Podcasts. The Gathering is a Forbes top-rated business summit and a masterclass for brand and business leaders looking to reap the benefits of cult-like adoration. Each year, The Gathering brings together disruptors from around the globe to learn from and to celebrate the leaders behind iconic brands like Marvel, Skittles, Beats by Dre, Yeti, and the Dallas Cowboys. For the first time ever, this podcast will give you access to some of the exclusive business leader learnings from the gathering's past events. More than 125 million people in 120 different countries have seen a Harlem Globetrotters game, and countless more have seen the Globetrotters on things like Scooby-Doo or Gilligan's Island, TV game shows, reality TV, could be Guinness Book of World Records competitions, or YouTube videos. For over 95 years, they have been providing family fun as well as breaking down barriers and teaching their fans how to be better versions of themselves. I was delighted to get to know Brent Baldwin through this evaluation process. He has had a remarkable career within the kid and family entertainment space, and he's a super good dude. I'm sure you're gonna be quite fond of him after hearing him speak at the 2020 gathering. And I hope that you'll agree with me that he is the perfect steward to manage this iconic global organization's brand. In his presentation, Brent gives us the opportunity to sort of belly up to the buffet, if you will, where he just shares these proven cult brand principles. And instead of diving deep into one or two big takeaways, he sort of knocks us over the head with over a dozen different tips and tricks of just really solid advice to create something as beloved as what the Globetrotters have become. So let's listen into Brent and take some notes, and then we'll come back at the end of his remarks and see if we have similar takeaways. This is a condensed version of Brent's 40-minute presentation at The Gathering. In this shortened episode, you can hear a handful of Brent's many tips on how the Globetrotters dominate as a cultural powerhouse. To hear more of his stellar advice and how you can better emulate the Globetrotters' success as an institution, check out Cult Brand Secrets Premium. By subscribing to our premium plan, you're going to gain access to full presentations by the most well-known brands in the world from the gathering's past events. Learn more at cultbrandsecrets.com. I am Brent Baldwin. I run our brand strategy, marketing, creative. I think I actually carry three different business cards because I am a department of one, which means I am a department of many, many hats. So as a marketer, I'm a big fan of kind of blending my heart, my head or my brain and my gut. I think that all of your best decisions work when you combine all three of those and kind of balance it. You know, big data has been kind of a big trend putting everything into a model and an algorithm. But I think that there's no substitute for thinking with your heart, what you feel, especially when you're a parent of a seven and a three-year-old and you can kind of feel those emotions with your children. And then sometimes just your gut instinct and, and, and understanding that. 
Enough about me. A little bit about the Globetrotters. Uh, we are going on our 94th season, actually, this year. So we were founded in 1926. Of course, Coke had to be an honoree, so we couldn't be the oldest brand this year. But I think 94 years is definitely something to applaud. I love my brand. I love the Globetrotters. I love everything we stand for in this organization, everything that we stand for as a brand. And I hope that over this time together, you kind of find that love and that passion for your brand and it's reignited a little bit too. So we have a legacy of breaking barriers and kind of changing culture around us. So in the late 1940s, early 50s, Uh, We challenged the then Minnesota Lakers, who were the champions of the ABA, the precursor to the NBA, and we beat them not one year, but two years in a row because nobody believed that it happened for real the first time. And that actually led to Sweetwater Clifton, who was a Globetrotter, becoming one of the first African-American players in the NBA. So we broke the color barrier in the NBA. And then in the 1980s, uh, Lynette Woodward, who was a star at the University of Kansas, she was the female basketball player of the year became the first female player on an all-male professional basketball team. So we just have a history of kind of defining culture, breaking down barriers, and it's something that I'm really excited about. We definitely have gone through some periods of struggle, some periods of adversity. We, for a while, stepped away from our roots and tried to be kind of ultra-competitive. Outside of our traditional family touring games, we would put together these like, you know, teams of the best Globetrotters and we would go and take on anybody. You know, we tried to abandon our modern day roots, but go back to our original roots, the barnstorming and everything. And it sucked, to be honest. I mean, we had fans in the stands that were yelling at us, do something funny. This is terrible. This isn't what I signed up for. I mean, it was, it kind of hurt. It, It was uncomfortable. We had some private equity years. That sucked. I mean, you guys know what private equity can do to a brand. I mean, they just sucked the absolute life out of us. I think somebody at dinner last night said they're like Dracula sitting there sucking your blood and then telling you you're pretty at the same time. It was really, really uncomfortable, but you know, it it kind of created a little bit of a lost generation for fanhood because they were not investing in the brand. They were just trying to suck every dime and every dollar they could out of it. You know, we also went through a period of time where we tried to be everything to everyone. And unfortunately we ended up being nothing to no one. I think that actually kind of built the definition of brand insanity. It's not giving your customers what they want and wondering why you're failing as a brand. So, you know, for us, we, I would like to say that we have righted the ship. We have put a lot of time and energy investing in the brand over the past four to five years. And it makes me proud and it makes me say, I love my brand. And this is a big part of why I love my brand. I love our brand because everybody has a Globetrotter story. Everybody that you kind of meet, everybody that you interact with, they want to tell you their Globetrotter story. Part of it is because like everybody remembers how you make them feel. You know, you you can have an experience with a brand, but everybody remembers how you make them feel. I mean, we do emotional connections like nobody else. You know, another thing that I kind of wanted you guys to take away um, And I can say this because my boss is not in the room. And if your boss is sitting next to you, maybe ask him to do the the earmuffs. But brand marketing is not really that hard, you guys. I mean, like, if you boil it down and you think about it, like, this stuff is really easy. It's the hard part is, like, respecting your brand enough to be honest with yourself about where you are, where you stand in the marketplace. The hard part is going out and actually talking to your customers, talking to your consumers, Instead of internalizing that conversation to your own organization and drinking your Kool-Aid. And I think the biggest challenge we face is 
it's not knowing what you don't know, but it's knowing what you know and you're too afraid to accept because it's going to be a really hard challenge and it's going to be a really hard struggle and it's going to create a lot of work for you and your organization. But you know, the key I think is it's understanding and talking to your customers and figuring out within your brand DNA how you can best meet their needs as a brand and then what are your product attributes that feed up into that. Not be working somewhere that you're passionate about, not be working somewhere that you love and you have kind of this undying excitement for, and your brand is too valuable for somebody that doesn't feel that way to have the opportunity to work on it for you. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. Okay, let's see how we did. These are the things that I jotted down while Brent was speaking, and let's compare our notes. First, he talked about great leaders learn how to balance their heart with their head and with their gut. Mistakes happen when we tend to focus on one of those three more than the others. Second, he's a big fan of surprise and delights, and he shows it and he lives it. Three, Private equity can often ruin a great brand. So if you have private equity partners, proceed with caution. Four, the Globetrotters became global ambassadors of goodwill. You know, in addition to selling tickets to shows, they visit over 300 schools and 100 hospitals per year, meaning that giving back is core to their popularity and their success. Five, Great brand leaders understand that everyone remembers how you make them feel. So make feelings and emotions a core part of your job description. Six, the Globetrotters do partnership marketing like, quote, no one else, end quote. Relying on strategic partners is a terrific way to punch above your weight and to leverage other people's brand equity and goodwill. Seven, you know you're succeeding when your customers start telling your story for you. Eight, how well do you really know your customers? Odds are not as well as you should. And nine, we should all work somewhere that we are super passionate about. You know, life is too short to not apply our skills to a career and to a company that we want to be all in with. I'm sure you wrote down some other things, but those are my top takeaways. I really hope that you enjoyed Brent as much as I did. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed these curated parts of Brent's presentation. I highly recommend listening to the complete episode by subscribing to Cult Brand Secrets Premium. Subscribe and learn more at cultbrandsecrets.com. Once again, this is your host, Chris Neeland, and you've been listening to Cult Brand Secrets, 
where we explore the great speakers and insights shared at the gathering, a Forbes top-rated business summit. Learn more about the gathering at cultgathering.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review us on your podcast app. It really helps. Cult Brand Secrets is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Learn more about our podcasts at evergreenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Connor Standish and Laura Winter for their assistance in making this podcast possible. Also, I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, William Pritz, as well as executive producers, David Moss and Bridget Coyne. I'm your host, Chris Nealon. Thanks for listening. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analyst Sela Shifre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics and hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts.